0: AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. This is the Midday Moments program on this Sherathon Friday. It's so good to have everybody with us again for Sherathon 2021 as we celebrate the ministry. And on the phone with me today for our regular segment, Moment in Scripture, I have Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And Matt, it was so nice seeing you yesterday in person.
1: Yeah, it was nice joining you in studio, Gary, and being a part of Shareathon. Thanks for the invitation.
0: It's always a pleasure to have you as part of Shareathon, and once again, encourage our listeners to give to KFUO.
1: You bet. It is a ministry worth giving to and worth supporting. I'm happy to to support it personally, and uh, boy, the more support there is, the greater the message will get out, mm-hmm. that message of Christ for you anytime, anywhere.
0: And we'll continue to uh, reach as many people uh, around the world as we can with that message. And uh, thanks to the listeners for all the fantastic gifts we have received so far during this share 2021. Now, uh, we're jumping right into our moment in Scripture. And last week, our reading assignment basically was Second Kings 17, 17, that is, through 25. What do you have on your mind uh, to highlight this? Week.
1: Yeah, thanks, Gary. So as we go through the rest of 2 Kings, this really finishes up the book of the Bible uh, we call 2 Kings. We look at these different kings, especially now in uh, Judah in particular. So remember, there's two different kingdoms at this point. You got Israel in the north, you have Judah in the south, and Israel, uh, all their kings, sadly, are unfaithful. They don't follow the Lord. And as a result, They are conquered, conquered by the Assyrians. Uh, God uses them as his instrument. And so now what we're left with are those kings in Judah, the southern kingdom. Uh, Some of those kings good, some of them bad. It was kind of a mixed bag when it came to the kings of Judah. But the king of Judah, I, I really wanted to focus in on today, is in chapter 22. So 2 Kings chapter 22 and Finally, we get to a good king. So I thought we could dwell on that a little with our listeners. So Second Kings chapter 22, there's this description of Josiah. King Josiah says, Josiah was eight years old. When he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem, and then it goes on to talk about his mother uh, and uh, his lineage a little, and then chapter verse two it says, "And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in all the way of David his father, and he did not turn aside to the right or to the left." So finally, this king, only eight years old when he takes the throne, but he's a faithful king, faithful to the Lord, and he's described as even walking in the ways of David, his father. So David kind of set up here as this kind of paradigm, this example of what a good, faithful, God-fearing king looks like. And Josiah fits that mold. Um, There's been some evil kings before him. King Manasseh in particular reigned for quite a while before him. And so finally now, Judah's blessed with a faithful king. The the interesting thing that I think takes place here now in in chapter 22 is Josiah repairs the temple. So the temple, again, built by Solomon, talked about that recently on our moment in scripture and all the gold and the, the beauty of the temple. Well, the temple had fallen into disrepair by this point. In fact, even worse, there had been idols even placed inside the Lord's temple. You know, imagine that. So Josiah repairs the temple and in the midst of repairing the temple they find something they discover something so here's uh uh here's what it says here in, in verse eight it says and uh hilkiah the high priest said to Sephan, the secretary i have found the book of the law of the of the law in the house of the lord and hilkiah gave the book to Sephan and he read it And Seth the secretary came to the king and reported to the king, your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house and have delivered it into the hand of the workmen who have oversight of the house of the Lord. And then verse 11, it says, when the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. So what happened here is, this book of the law is found in the temple, and it, it seems as though it's was, it was found while they're doing repairs. It was hidden away somewhere, just forgotten about. And they, do, they find it as they, they find this, this money there, and so maybe it was the bottom of the, the temple treasury or something. And this has been forgotten about by the people and by the kings and by the leaders, So this book of the law, at the very least, it's the book of Deuteronomy, it seems, in the Old Testament. But maybe even more than that, maybe it's all the writings of Moses, which would have been Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, that's been lost and just forgotten. And so when the king, King Josiah, this faithful king, hears those words, he tears his clothes because he knows we haven't been following the law, people. We haven't been doing what's right in the eyes of the Lord. And he's devastated. Uh, So much that he repents. And that's the right thing to do. Repents before the Lord for the sins of the people. And so then in what follows then in chapter 23, there's just these reforms that Josiah puts into place. People it's time to return to the Lord. Uh, He restores the Passover. He clears out all the idols from the temple. And in the first part of chapter 23, we hear this. It says, Then the king sent, and all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem were gathered to him, And the king went up to the house of the Lord and with him, all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that had been found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of his covenant that were written in this book and all the people join in the covenant. So here the king himself comes to the house of the Lord and he reads before the people, the the words of this book of the law and then pledges himself uh, that he'll follow this law of the Lord. So, yeah, you know, a lot to unpack here, Gary. I I think one is, you know, God preserve us from neglecting his word, that we would hold it sacred and then gladly hear it and learn it and, and uh, that it may not be forgotten uh, in our generation or for generations to come. And so it's, it's incumbent upon us to teach that word to the next generation, to read it, to treasure it. Uh, and then I think the other thing that we can glean from this account is just the gift of godly leaders. Uh, as Josiah pledges himself to follow the words of this book of the law, uh, so also do the people. Uh, and so often we see that here in the Old Testament, that if the you've got a faithful king, the people are faithful. If you've got a king that follows after Baal and other idols, so do the people. And so, boy, to pray for faithful leaders uh, in our land and not just in our land, but in our whole world uh, that would look to the Lord. And that, uh, boy, they would act with justice and mercy and, and with, uh, with, with the law of the Lord in mind, even, uh, as King Josiah did. Uh, So uh, we pledge ourselves today to not just follow any king, right, but to follow the king of kings, to follow his word uh, in our day as well.
0: Right. What are we reading next week?
1: Yeah. So for next week, we want to invite our listeners to read along with us in First Chronicles, chapter one through chapter 17.
0: Okay, and and you you mentioned something there. I want to touch on. Uh, you mentioned uh, it's, it's we're, we're called to teach the next generation to proclaim Christ to the world, and that's what we do each and every day here on KFuo. And and thanks again, Matt, for uh, being here in person yesterday on the Sherathon and back with me today. Uh, that's what we do here every day, right? We proclaim that good news. We teach the next generation the message of Christ. Most
1: definitely. And you see what happens here is kind of like what not to do right? with this example. You know, they had a couple of bad kings, just a couple of generations where the law was forgotten. The word of the Lord was forgotten. And it's just it's neglected. It's, it's literally forgotten in the temple. You know, may that never happen among us. And may we use the gift of technology that KFUO does so well so that that next generation is reached with the word of the Lord. So that it's never, ever forgotten. And that it's passed on to the next generation uh, and the generations yet unborn.
0: Right. Can you lead us in the prayer as we continue with our Sherathon 2021?
1: Definitely. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of KFUO Radio. We ask that you have bless the staff of KFUO. We ask that you would make them your instruments, as well as all the guests who uh, join them on the air so that your word would be proclaimed, uh, so that your word would never be forgotten, but that we would hold it sacred, gladly hear it and learn it here in KFUO and in worship and in our personal study of your word as well. Lord, bless the ministry again of KFUO so that far and wide the next generation may know of your great love for them in Jesus Christ. In his name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Matt. And I look forward to uh, talking to you again next week on our Moment in Scripture. All right. Thanks, Gary. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.